to get into our topic today, but we have a little housekeeping to get out of the way first. Our show is made possible in part by our patrons on Patreon. For as little as $3 a month, you can get episode shoutouts, access to topic polls, and be able to listen to hilarious outtakes. We'd also love to connect with you online. You can chat with us in real time on our Discord server, What the Finance, Send a tweet to finance underscore what, or email us at what underscore the underscore finance at protonmail.com. So I don't know if this has actually come up on the show a ton before, but Cheyenne and I are both women's basketball enthusiasts. So we wanted to talk tonight about some of the disparities between men's and women's sports mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and generally the really significant pay discrepancies that we see between men and men's and women's leagues yes in the united states and i don't know i think you're right i don't know that it's come up right, i think everybody knows that we don't like the nfl uh, well i, think I don't that think if- that that's a mystery to anybody that listens to our show but i, I think if that's a mystery like i don't know I, I feel like it comes yeah. up significantly more often than one would think. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Oh, uh, yeah. But the, the, the pay discrepancies, they are ridiculous. They really are. I mean, I guess I shouldn't be surprised at this point, but, you know, there I was, a little surprised. Uh, and actually, I'm just going to borrow from this infographic that you shared with me. So Sue Bird and LeBron James have both been professionally playing their sports for the same amount of time. And last year, in 2020, Sue Bird made $215,000 for the year while LeBron James brought home $37.44 million. I don't think you need to be a math genius to figure out that that is stupid and completely mm. unfair. I don't know if this is a super popular opinion in the world at large. I'd like to actually see like those two salaries meet in the middle because I think that women deserve to make more as professional athletes than they are making. But I also don't think that any man should be making $37 million a year to play basketball. I would agree. So yeah, like your the salary should reflect that if you have a career in professional sports, you're not going to do that for the length of a more traditional career. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that amount is still not $37 million a year. No. 
No. And that's, and I, I'm glad that you brought up that, that part about you're, you're not going to play a professional sport for as long as you would, for instance, work in an office setting. However, it's a reasonable argument. I'm not saying that it's not. What I am saying is that as we're using that argument, then also let's look at trades such as roofers, general contractors, those types of trades where it is just as hard, if not harder on your body. And those people for doing it significantly longer than they should because they don't get paid as much as they should then. Yeah. Honestly, I'd never thought about it in that vein, but you're totally right. Like now that you say it, I'm like, oh, duh. Like, yes. Like there are so many people in those trades that are working through ridiculous injuries because they can't retire yet. So mm-hmm. I, it's right. Or you're self-employed and so you don't have PTO. Right. You know, if you're not in retirement age, but you still got injured. Right. And like when you're self-employed, there's, there's no one to cover for you when you get hurt you just have to walk you have to work through it wild to me not talking about sue bird on purpose but i was also thinking about uh women's soccer because how can you not think about sue bird and then start talking about megan rapino right somebody actually did a study like a like an academic study on soccer salaries out of like the Central University of New York, while there is a significant amount of pay inequity, it's actually not as unequal as men's soccer. So for women, the range is uh, $25,000 to $85,000 a year, or like per season that they can make. And this study found that the average pay was about 40K. Now the range for men is a lot bigger, 25,000 to 300,000 but the average player makes about 60. So, I mean, not awesome, but it seems like there are other sports that could learn Mm -hmm. a lot from our soccer leagues (laughs) in the move for pay equity. Yeah. Didn't the soccer pay equity thing come around though? Because there was a, a huge conversation around it. Like two years ago. Okay. I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think it still is, I think it still is the big thing, mm-hmm. right? Like, Megan Rapino, I think, has actually talked about it a ton. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because she's awesome. She is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, I'm pretty sure she brings that up in, like, normal everyday conversation, talking about the weather. Like, we bring up how much we hate the NFL. <gasps> like, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. But because the women's national soccer team, in the United States has won, I might be misremembering this, but I think that they have actually won more World Cups than like every other women's team combined. (laughs) And our men's soccer team has never won a single World Cup, like ever. So the fact that they get paid about the same is bullshit and should be making more, like a lot, just based on their improved, or improved superior their superior athleticism well and so that's an interesting I think that's an interesting point because when we talk about like athletes 
and the disgusting amount that some of them get paid. Are we paying them that much because they are incredible athletes or because they're performers being paid for entertainment? Huh. Yeah. If, if we're paying them based on, and really either of those, uh, I've got arguments for both, because if we're paying them based on their job performance, quote unquote, you can't see my air quotes here, but if we're, if we're paying based on like athleticism and performance, then often, at least in Minnesota, our women's teams perform better mm -hmm. and have more championships than men's teams. So they should be paid more. Yeah. If we're paying based on performers in an entertainment type model, the women are still playing better and winning more. And that's more entertaining for fans. And so they should be getting paid more. <laughs> right. You know, like, exactly. And exactly. I know, I know that someone somewhere is going to make the argument that says that they're not getting paid as much because they don't have as many fans or they don't have as many people going to their games. And as someone who has been to a couple of Lynx games, let me tell you right now, if you popped the price up of those tickets, just like you do the NFL, people would pay to go see them. Mm -hmm. I'm thankful that they're affordable. I think that the NFL tickets should be affordable, but don't try and tell me that it's because viewership is lower. Right. That's ridiculous. And I also firmly believe that viewership is, lo is lower because it's not as marketed as men's sports. Well, so you're exactly right. So I guess I feel like this is probably a good point for me to share that I am a Lynx season ticket holder, mm -hmm. very proudly so, and will be forever. And I do appreciate the low cost because mm -hmm. um, then it means it actually fits in our family budget. To my knowledge, and I have heard this from ticket reps when I go to Lynx games, and I'm at pretty much every single home one, that when the Timberwolves play, the arena is more full. That is true. About half those tickets are comped. Wow. Mm-hmm. The money they're bringing in is the same, <laughs> roughly. Right. Other thing, and Cheryl Reeve actually talks about this like all the time. I feel like whenever she did an interview, a lot of the money that goes to sports is in advertising. And advertising companies aren't putting their dollars into women's sports. They're putting them into men's sports because it's what they've always done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so not only is the the actual like internal advertising of the organization a little bit less the companies that subsidize those salaries aren't paying for women so yeah that's a real long way of saying you are totally right <laughs> thanks <laughs> I will say to that end I am actually also way more likely to support companies when I see them advertise with uh with the WNBA yep same and as an example because as you all know we won't recommend products unless we believe in them mm -hmm. City Girl Coffee they're a sponsor of the Lynx they're also a coffee company that's based in Duluth Minnesota huh and they buy all of their beans from women farmers. Right on. And their coffee is so good. It's so cool. Good. <laughs> I'll also say, you know, of course, Target is a big sponsor of mm -hmm. the Lynx. 
you know, they play in the Target Center. It makes me feel a lot less guilty about the amount of shopping that I do there. I mean, realistically, (laughs) tangent time, but realistically, Target, as far as corporations goes, is pretty good. Like, Agreed. Agreed. Like, they treat their employees better than other corporations. So, yep. And they're significantly more diversity friendly. And they were diversity friendly before. It was like the thing to do. I, you know, I was going to say before people got really fed up with people with uh, corporations not being, but yeah, that's the other way to say that. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they just always have been not shitty. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. I mean, and really any company that will provide breastfeeding women snacks when they're breastfeeding in their stores is like, I just want to like scoop up all my money out of the bank and like give it to you. So (laughs) I remember fondly when they put out a commercial with two dads and the one, one million moms thing was a thing and they were like we're not gonna shop there anymore and target was like we don't actually want you to shop here if that's how you feel yeah. <laughs> <Okay>, bye <laughs> right we don't want your money <laughs> right or give it to us we're gonna put it towards gay advertising thank you right we're gonna sprinkle some of that shit on a pride parade too I forgot where we ended the conversation on the wage gap stuff, but, oh, we were talking about advertising. There we go. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. It's, I feel like this is one of many conversations that we have in which we're going to, we potentially could get some pushback on it, which is funny. I I always have that concern and it never happens. Maybe this will be the one, but we'll find out. Yeah. At this point, I think I would just be so shocked that I I would I don't I don't even know. I'd probably would just be happy that somebody cared enough to tell us how wrong we were. But I feel like yeah. this is one of those those topics because I feel like one of the arguments that gets made when it comes to not putting as much money into women's sports is that people don't want to watch it. And I'm like, but why though? Like, are you so, are you so sexist that you don't want to watch women's basketball because you somehow believe that men's basketball is better? Because I've watched some NBA games and I quite frankly think that the WNBA games are a better viewing experience because Mm -hmm. they are more involved and more passionate. Like, they actually care. They're not just, like, it, it doesn't, to me, and I'm, I know that they're not, to me, NBA seems very choreographed. Like, nobody seems surprised by anything that happens. Right. I don't know how to describe it other than that. Like, it's just very back and forth. And I feel like women's basketball is more authentic. Yes. I mean, and really, I, I mean, I agree with you. And I think that if you're for a lot of women's sports, not just basketball, if you actually, as a professional level, if you want an experience where you're actually enjoying the athleticism of the people that are playing, 
women's sports is where you need to be. Yep. As we're talking about like the pay discrepancies in women's sports versus men's sports specifically, I think that something that we, I feel like needs to be mentioned is actually the inequitable pay in the UFC. The UFC is the ultimate fighting championships. And I will not usually say names of things that I don't believe in because that's just what we do. I want to say the I want to say UFC and I want to say Dana White specifically so I can talk shit about them because these people literally get punched for a living. And the average fighter earned $147,000, 147965 That's ridiculous. No kidding. And like, there are some, like, there are some big name fighters that make a significant amount more and I will not mention their names, but that's a, that's absolutely insane because those people, like their careers are shorter most of the time than like a football players because they, because of the abuse that they endure basically. Right. right? Yeah. Well, and, and by the time they get to the, the level that they're fighting there and I would have to look at longevity stuff but typically not they're not going to be in that league for very long because they've been doing it for so long before already before they got there and then once they like quote unquote qualified to be in there mm-hmm. they're just not they're not going to be there for super long because their bodies can't take it or because they get injured and they can't stay in it but that that is absolutely ridiculous and like there has been a call forever for those players to get paid more. And what I honestly feel like they need to do is they need to unionize because that's the only way that Dana White is going to feel that. He needs to feel it like, you... <laughs> oh, he's, I... <laughs> I have some serious issue with him. He's uh, he's up there with the, the NFL, really. But yeah. Yeah, so that's, that was, uh, as we were talking about this, I was like, man, we have to, I have to remember to mention that because it's also just as fucked. <laughs> Right, right. Like $147,000. Like somebody could make that like realistically, like not even somebody. There are superintendents in the state of Minnesota that make more than that. Mm-hmm. And like as well, educators should. Absolutely. I'm not, I am not saying that they shouldn't. I do feel like if you are getting punched for a living, <laughs> like it seems reasonable to me that you would make more than that. It, it does. I mean, it does to me. And I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think. I, I don't know how many fights that they would have in a year. Major, like, major fights. And I know that there's a lot of training that goes into that. But there, I mean, 147,000, so 150. If they're, we're going to say three main, like, big fights for the year, they're making, well, I don't know that it would be three. I don't know. I would have to. I'll have to look into it a little bit more because <laughs> now I'm getting so, lost in my head. I did do a, just a quick Google while you were talking. Um, so like by no means am I an expert. I just, I don't like fighting really. <laughs> like Perhaps part of the reason I don't like football. Um, mm-hmm. Wayofmartialarts.com says that on average, UFC fighters fight two to three times a year uh, while like lower ranked fighters fight more often and then people at the top of their game fight less often yep which makes sense because when you're like when you're at that like that top 
level and you're you're fighting like you have to it takes forever to train because you're fighting somebody that's just as good as you so like it, it that makes sense that they would fight right. less because they're pretty intense like the, that's they've got to be exhausted for weeks after like that's just wild to me but right they need to get paid more because oh let's let's see here i can look up ufc fight night it's like nine eighty or ninety dollars just to purchase like the pay-per-view and like i can't even imagine how many people all right let's see here they've got one coming up i can't find like a huge name main card but quick glance like they're far away like it looks like their cheapest tickets look to be about 300 something a piece oh my goodness yeah lowest price it's 373 best seat price two thousand seven hundred fifty six dollars <laughs> you can afford to pay those people significantly more than they're being paid right because also remember they have pay-per-view like that's just fucking ridiculous fuck you dana white i have ranted all i've got to rant in me about pay discrepancy in sports <laughs> yeah so i guess i would it's just to recap because i feel like it's so easy to end angry on this kind of mm. thing and then feel like you can't do anything mm. um but you totally can yep so if you wonderful people who listen to our show feel as strongly about pay discrepancy as we do really what you can do is both make an effort to consume women's sports right if sports is something that you're interested in right like if i personally wouldn't want you to sit down and watch a basketball game if every single fiber of your being just hates basketball Mm-hmm. But if you like the sport, watch women play, mm-hmm. right? And watch women play at all levels. And also vote with your dollars and support companies that support women. Yep. Right. So if you, again, like me, needs to be absolved of some guilt at the amount of money that you spend at Target, <laughs> just know <laughs> that your dollars are going to support uh, women's sports. Mm-hmm. And if there are companies that you really like, that you rely on in your everyday life, reach out to them and tell them that this is important to you. Because mm-hmm. uh, if they want to... And we're moving into a time, I think, where if organizations want to keep us as customers, they're going to have to work real hard for their values to align with ours. Yep. You've got a lot of power in this situation. And I would encourage you to use it. Yep. I think it's easy to forget that too. It's easy to feel powerless, like you said earlier, but just remembering you do have that chance and and it may not feel like it makes a difference but it does because you are mm-hmm. certainly not the only one i feel like a strongly worded letter is often 
like the punchline and bag jokes, but they're way more powerful than you realize. Oh yeah. So absolutely. Keep at it. That's all I can say about that. Thank you.